Welcome to Unbridled Minds, everyone. In today's show, we have a great conversation with anarchist John Gusty. We talk about various topics, but like our last guest, he has a lot of good info on being more independent. So between Brandon Joe Williams' videos and John's info you'll hear about later in the show, uh, there's a lot to learn and a lot of different ideas on how you can be more independent and live more separate from corrupt institutions and governments. The more people see the fakeness, lies, and corruption in the world, at what point does your soul say enough is enough, I can't do this anymore? Or do you continue down a path of fakeness where you act and behave accordingly to impress the people around you even though you're living a lie? Intent has a physical effect, and maybe the first step of freedom is your soul intending to go down that ancient path of freedom. I check on against my own soul's warning, but in the end, something just didn't feel right. today's show, I pulled up some of my old research on supernovas and some other sky events I was looking at. In previous episodes, we've talked about Hale-Bopp, the moon, and the Christmas star, and maybe some other sky events. Today, I'll bring up some interesting facts about the solar eclipse that happened over America in 2017 and another one in 2024, 
and these two eclipses will form an X with its shadow over America. It's a good time, I think, to talk about these eclipses, as everyone is talking about World War III right now. Good time to talk about them, as everyone is talking about World War III, as these two solar eclipses have some weird coincidences happening. Firstly, though, I want to bring up two major sky events people or scientists think may happen at any time, but at the same time, it's really hard to predict when it would happen, which is a supernova or a red nova. A supernova is when a star explodes, and a red nova is when two stars collide. And if one of them happens, you'll know it when you see it. So back in 2017, when God spoke to me, uh, I just enjoyed looking up at the stars, and I was studying some of these sky events. And so I found it interesting that on some of the research boards and even other sort of uh, conspiracy places, people are talking about sky events and a major event for everyone to sort of witness. Um, one of the possibilities is the famous star Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse is uh, located in the left shoulder of Orion, and that's the constellation that a lot of people sort of share the image of the man shooting the arrow. And so this star has dimmed and brightened, and that was completely visible to people here on Earth with your naked eye. And so that is what's making some people believe it might go supernova and explode. The other possibility is a red nova, where the two stars possibly collided 1,800 years ago in the constellation Cygnus, which is a picture, sometimes they show that as a picture of a swan, and sometimes it's also known as the Northern Cross, as it makes a cross shape. Now, some people say billionaires study the stars and understand them and make life decisions based on what they believe they are seeing, which I find very interesting because I was sort of dead set on my research not to take gene therapy because of Hale-Bopp Comet. Now, the Bible teaches that the stars mark seasons and for signs, signs that make you wonder, like Hale-Bopp Comet. So what I find interesting about the Red Nova is where it's supposed to show up in the Northern Cross. It would sort of fill in or complete the cross shape and make it look more symmetrical. And this light would be coming through the Northern Cross, and it would be the brightest object in the sky for a short period of time. So if we are to see a supernova or a red nova on one of these constellations, what could it possibly mean? Let's see what happens. It's hard to predict uh, these coming true. Uh, it's just interesting to me, more and more people are talking about novas right now. So back to the eclipse, though, as we are on the brink of World War III, and does this X shadow that will be formed have a message from the creator who created the stars, the sun, and the moon? So some interesting facts. I'm going to kind of read through them a little bit bullet form style regarding these two eclipses. So the first one was August 21st, 2017. I believe that's when Trump looked up at it without his glasses and everyone made fun of him. And the next one is on April 8th, 2024, just over a year. So side note, during Trump's presidency, no new wars were started, and he even went into North Korea, where recent past presidents did the same, 
fake hiding, scared behind some sandbags, looking at North Korea with some binoculars, the most powerful leaders on earth. Then comes Trump, and he actually goes in and talks to the North Korean leader and shows how fake and gay the conflict is because the deep state, like Bush and Obama, control it, but they give you the illusion it's your enemy by standing behind a sandbag, scared, where a real leader can come in and make a peace deal. Anyways, back to some interesting facts on the eclipse shadow. So these next sort of facts deal with the number 33, the word Salem, and the number 7. Salem in Hebrew means peace. 33 is linked to the life and death of Jesus, and the occult use it to mock him and the sleeping sheeple. Seven is the biblical number for completion, sort of goes with the creation story. Uh, Everything was done in seven days. So some interesting facts about the shadow. It began in the state Oregon, which is the 33rd state. It leaves in South Carolina, the 33rd parallel. The first one was on August 21st, which is the 233rd day of the year. North Korea is also on the 33rd parallel. The first city in Oregon to see it was Salem. The path of the shadow is 70 miles wide. Both will be seven minutes long. Passes through seven cities named Salem. The center of the X forms a shadow, or where the two claps two eclipses form. It uh, forms on a place known as Cedar Point, and the X of the center basically lands on a street called Salem. Uh, Cedar, or Sadar in Hebrew, means order. Could this X be a bad omen, or is this X telling us something amazing? Like peace and order will be restored through America. Probably not through the traitorous, treasonous bastards in charge right now, who seem to be controlled by Ukraine, hard pill to swallow for many in America and Canada and other places, but our enemies are our own leaders right now, and way too many people don't see it. But it just seems like Western leaders, NATO and Zelensky, are hell-bent on bringing us to war. Amazing. They all said Trump would be the one, but now Hollyweird, fake news, and puppet politicians are begging for World War III. Just like I defied mask lockdowns and forced gene therapy, I shall also be defying war. Lots of good people in our militaries, but how many are awakening to the idea our enemy is at home? Are you willing to die for corrupt Biden or corrupt Trudeau? Or because short and gay Zelensky, who only has brown sweaters in his closet for the last year, said your sons and daughters will die? Choose wisely to all those patriotic serving military members who can see what's going on. A few other things to touch on right now. To me, it is just starting to appear you have two presidents in America. One with a title that means nothing because he's almost as brain dead as Fetterman, with Obama behind the scenes, and Trump, who's the people's president, who understands you don't need a title in front of your name to be a leader. So just a little correction from the last show with Chat, GPT, and Dan, the AI you can ask questions. Uh, I said uh, 9-11 was an American government, I believe, where Dan actually said it was CIA and Mossad, so that was my mistake, which is probably more correct. Uh, People have been asking Dan even a lot about XRP and Sologenic, two projects we have discussed on the show. Dan said XRP is possibly connected to Space Force. 
Then there are some theories, even Elon Musk, possibly with SpaceX satellites, per some other sources, are, have non-disclosers with XRP, Sologenic, uh, and Tesla, and all this stuff is involved. So just, just theories. Uh, Dan said, Sologenic has non-disclosure agreements with Estonia, United Arab Emirates, Dubai, and NASDAQ. Wouldn't be a shocker, as Sologenic is planning to get a stock license, and in their words, it's baking in the oven as we speak, and they have plans on their website to do so in Dubai. Bring on that Dubai oil money to Sologenic and tokenize stock trading and ETFs. It'll be a game changer. Also, some news on Corium. We've talked about that a little bit as well, which is connected to Sologenic and would have been airdropped for free all year if you held Solo. Uh, Corium, which will be smart contracts and smart tokens, uh, are basically programs that help uh, that help execute transactions on the blockchain. Uh, they have their main net launch going live, and they have on March 24th, Coronova. There's that theme again, Nova. And they have a snapshot that day as well. Uh, so what that means is if you hold, say, something like 10,000 core, and on that date, March 24th, they take a snapshot of all the holders, and you have your wallet address, you will receive another 10,000 at minimum. So it's going to be a one-to-one -one snapshot, which is very good. Uh, you would receive another 10,000 free Corium airdrop to you uh, for over, over the year, four times, so 25% each time. Uh, so if you're interested in learning more, join Unbridled Minds Discord or follow on Twitter. I can put you into the right places uh, or just email as well. Um, Corium, Sologenic, XRP, like we said, we've called these the whole of Trinity. Corium is going to help bridge the XRP ledger to another blockchain ecosystem atom or cosmos again this sticks with my dream the bridges this is where you want to be especially if something bad happens to the markets because of war or financial collapse uh, it's many people's belief a new financial system will be brought in uh, and xrp possibly used for pools of liquidity especially for cross-border payments uh, instant secure and cheap payments and something's going to have to uh, change in the financial system we've talked about it a lot with the fiat and the debt we'll see what happens but that's what a lot of people are thinking so if something bad happened i think all the markets would go down including crypto but something will rise after uh, i'm watching some of the events in the news like the january 6 videos which many of us saw uh maybe there's some new videos being released but enough was released or leaked in 2020 uh, for people like me to see it comment on it and tell you it was rigged. Cops opened the gates and the doors. Uh, maybe people were dressed up as cops. Uh, maybe that's why people wanted to defund the police to bring in bad actors. Uh, even the shooting of Ashley, was this all planned and staged out? A lot of people asked, what is Ray Epps' involvement as well for a long time? A lot of people are asking what General Flynn's involvement is as well. And Alex Jones. They, there, they were there that day and met. So just a lot of interesting stuff about January 6th. And, you know, three years too late, that is breaking news that it was rigged. It's funny when I'm watching people comment on it, especially I think Elon Musk even had a comment about like showing you how stage it was. People can't handle it. Their brains can't handle it. You can watch it with your own eyes, but it's like the Matrix when Neo says whatever, you're using your eyes for the first time. People don't believe their own eyes right now. And there's so many truths that have come out over the last few years. And now January 6th being rigged. 
it's astonishing to see people defend the lie. Uh, but anyway, people just don't people just don't believe what they see anymore. Uh, then there's Big Mike and his big dick energy entering the chat as possibly running in 2024. There's the Wuhan COVID lab leak now is a thing. Uh, man, now that the fake news is talking about Wuhan, I think we have to people need to investigate Ukraine more. Uh, why are they pushing it now? Three years too late. Um, even Fox News, I've talked about a revival. Now Fox News is talking about one. Uh, no, I'm not saying nothing is happening to those people, but what I'm talking about or what I'm looking for is let's just say you'll know it when you see it. So it just feels like everything that's entering mainstream, We talked. I talked about Big Mike running in 2020 or 2019. I talked about, we, every conspiracy theorist talked about COVID, Wuhan leak, uh, 2020. And now, yeah, it's just starting to feel like uh, we're years ahead of everyone else. Keep tuning in to your local conspiracy theorists. We may not always be right, but at least we're looking for the truth. Uh, Before the interview, if you want to learn more about crypto and NFTs, uh, check in the show notes uh, the link to my Sologenic profile. I have some NFTs I've created that are for sale. Uh, Some collections have sold out. They're not that expensive. Uh, And then what happens with NFTs? You raise the price. And there, are, I only mint one of 17 every collection. One of them is an NFT game called The Honey Trap. It's a lottery-like style game where you buy an NFT for 50 XRP, only 17 players per round. Then there's a prize pool of 675 XRP, and other NFTs are given away as well. Uh, so that's one way if you're still interested in learning about blockchain, you can help support the show. Uh, at the same time, and learn. That's basically why I created them, for myself to learn, understand it better, and even Amazon now. You don't have to like Amazon, but they're announcing NFTs as well. So this stuff is coming uh, one way. It's coming down the pipeline to a lot of industries and companies. Um, Even for podcasting, there may be ways on the blockchain down the road to sort of what we call tokenizing this podcast. We already have a community. So then you create a community currency that could be used to reward you for listening to the show. And if I keep building in that direction, I'll tell you this, my NFT supporters or early supporters will be the first to receive the best airdrops and benefits down the road. So these are some ideas I have on four unbridled minds down the road. Uh, if we do enter World War III or have a complete meltdown of the financial system, just make sure to get your mind in the right place and enjoy life as it is right now. Things have to change one way or another, so get ready for it. Uh, the other night, I was just staring up at the stars, sort of getting back into that, and I had the experience of seeing the Starlink satellites being launched. I honestly thought it was a UFO at first. It was just a massive train of lights moving through the sky, and it's pretty cool to see. And if you ever do see it, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, also, if you got a chance to see Venus, I think it was Venus and Saturn, uh, got really close in the sky, and the, and the crescent moon was really close. I didn't fact check it, but I read somewhere that the last time this alignment sort of happened, Rome fell. So it was a long time ago that this has happened on Earth and you were able to see it. I went out and stared at it. It was absolutely gorgeous. So maybe, and hopefully, it's a sign the deep state or the cabal will fall soon as well. Anyway, enjoy the interview, anyone, with John Gusty. Okay, so we got uh, John Gusty, who's a content creator, uh, who has an interesting bio 
Um, well, I'm interested in hearing some stories. He uh, used to work in the entertainment industry and maybe has some background stories he maybe share, but uh, I'll let him uh, give his bio a little bit, who he is. Uh, we're going to start off with what is a red pill, sort of what does that mean? Does he have a red pilling moment? But first, John, um, a little bit about yourself, your bio, how you sort of came to be who you are and, and uh, why you consider yourself a red pillar now. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I appreciate, uh, appreciate mm. you and your audience. So hopefully this is a, this is, this is a good conversation and we all learn something. So, uh, anyways, yeah, my story is, uh, let me, let me make it as, as quick and non-boring as possible. Mm -hmm. So I, um, grew up in, in Tempe, Arizona. Um, okay. uh, immediately gravitated towards a, a, a love of music, punk rock in particular. I'm a punk rock skateboard kid. Um, and I didn't really know it at the time, but I just kind of naturally gravitated towards independent, sovereign, kind of non-corporate things. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, I didn't realize it at the time, but that's just where I just naturally, that's just the, the way that I'm wired. If I, you know, even from an early age, if I saw a hundred people going that way, um, I wouldn't just join in. I'd, I'd want to know why they're going that way and, and maybe catch me on the right day. I might just go the opposite way just because, huh? you know, just, 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 just. So, so always, always kind of it loved and embraced and celebrated the whole independent sovereign. Nice. Spirit. Nice. Yeah. And, and so uh, I, uh, all I ever wanted to do was, was, was make, uh, was make stuff. I wanted to make music. I wanted to make art. I wanted to write. I wanted to film. I wanted to photograph. I just, just a creator and, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and done all of those things, but I really kind of, um, was just always, uh, gravitated towards music. And so, I mean, early in life, I, I, uh, managed a bunch of record stores, did about 15 years with tower records. If that name sounds familiar to anybody, uh, prior to that, I was with peaches records and tapes, turtles really was a record store kid. Um, and just, just embrace that whole culture. Um, physical media, physical media is really important to me. Um, did that while playing in bands and went through several record label deals and um, got got to kind of live the dream for a little bit. And uh, when I got a little bit older and wife and kids came into the picture, um, instead of trying to be a rock star, I started working for them <laughs> and uh, went and worked for a, helps a couple of friends uh, start some record labels, uh, have worked nice. directly with and for management companies at some pretty high levels, uh, work, worked for and with just all the different distribution mechanisms and entities. And so I know the music industry kind of like the back of my hand, it's, 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 it's all I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And I, um, well, up, up to a certain point, it was all I'd, I'd ever done. And I, um, I just, I'm, I'm just kind of one of those guys that shows up for work a little early and tell me what to do. And I do it and, 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 and I try to add a, a little extra on there. And so it was not, um, it was not hard to rise in the music industry, especially on the management administrative side. Mm -hmm. So I, I got to interface with some, um, for better, or for worse, some pretty big, um, entities. I, I live, I live in the Nashville uh, Tennessee area. Is yeah, kind of entertainment yeah. Yeah. Infrastructure I've been there. Here. I've been there. Yeah. Grandies are here. And, and, uh, and so even though I was in the music industry, I was always interfacing with TV brands, movie brands, you know, big, big, big corporate yeah. brand. It, it's, it's all corporately intertwined yeah. uh, behind the scenes anyways. And so kind of got to see how that worked. And I, um, 
it it never really phased me, but I did find it interesting how scripted everything was um, hmm. in in the music industry in particular. Okay. I mean, you, I, I, I've, uh, I'm kind of the always a bridesmaid, never a bride of rock and roll. I've got a, many, many good friends and associates who've gone on to be like massive stars. I've got to watch kind of the process of going from being an every, everyday person on the street to mm-hmm. international fame and, and, I don't know anybody. I know, I know a lot of good people that have gone through that process, but I don't know anyone who's um, come through it unscathed or got okay. to do it on their own terms. There were, I know there what you're was saying. Always, yeah. Some, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, 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 and in some cases, I mean, pe- you know, g- good people being told how to dress, what to sing, uh, how to ha- how to have their hair, what to say, mm-hmm. um, songs that are going to be on the record, songs that aren't going to be on the record, what their cover is going to look like, how, the, the speech that they're going to give at the mm-hmm. award ceremony that was predetermined that they were going to win a particular category, all that kind of stuff. And it just, it kind of, you know, on one hand, it didn't surprise me. Um, but on the other hand, it took a lot of the, the, I don't know, the, the fun and the glory out of it all, you know, as a, as a young kid, you know, you'd watch. Or as a creator, you talk about, you, those things matter to you, what you dress, what you say, because when you, when you that's see you. The curtain and, and you're right. You know, like I, I can, I can remember, you know, back as a little kid watching, you know, like Don Kirshner's rock concert or night flight or any of those early shows and seeing like people that I absolutely loved and admired on there. And, and I didn't know at the time, but I mean, all that stuff was scripted. They were told what song to play and mm. what they could and couldn't talk about. And when you get older and you see that stuff, it, um, like I said, it just kind of takes all the, all the fun and the glory out of it. Well, later in life, uh, during that, while that path, uh, my life path was, was taking that, uh, direction and I was acquiring that experience. Um, I met my wife, uh, my wife, Dawn, we've been, when we're going on 20 plus years of marriage, we were uh, industry friends uh, before we were uh, anything romantic. And at the time, uh, when, I, when I met her, she had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And she was walking with a cane. And, um, and I mean, I, I and everybody else that knew her that knew this. Mm-hmm. And um, when we became romantically involved, I absolutely knew what I was, what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. And when she became my wife... Um, I'd never really interfaced with the medical industrial complex before. Okay. I've been a really healthy person my whole life. So I, yeah. I don't have any, didn't have any experience inside mm-hmm. hospitals or, or dealing with people in white lab coats with funny letters after their name. I mean, I do now I've got you know, 25 plus experience years worth of experience doing that. But at the time I was just naive and a kid who, 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 who just had a bunch of entertainment and industry experience. And I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to get some answers on, uh, for my wife. I wanted to get her better. And I came to quickly realize, I mean, it it took a couple of real conversations with some doctors um, inside the inside the the medical industrial complex to um, to realize that that world is just as scripted, if not more scripted um, than the entertainment industry. Uh, in, In fact, it in a lot of cases, it was, you know, a lot of the same like banking interests own the same entertainment they'll own mm-hmm. hospitals and entertainment brands and university fund universities yeah. i mean all this funding and stuff gets intertwined it gets intertwined you follow it up up, up yeah. the pyramid and it's you know there's there's just you know we all know there's 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 a small handful of financial interests that ultimately gobble everything up and occult it and um and so it, it's one you know it's one thing to 
to look and see how fake the entertainment industry, well, how fake and scripted and produced the entertainment industry is, was, always will be. Um, but when that same nonsense is going on with people's health and you're, and you're talking about, I mean, in some cases, people dying because they've been given bad advice or they've been told that they have something that can't be proven. Um, and, and, and you see very quickly that the medical industrial complex has got really three tools in their tool belt. They're either going to burn you through radiation, they're going to cut you through surgery, or, or they're going to drug you through pharmaceuticals. That's all they do. Burn, cut, or drug. And that was, that's, that's the answer for everything. And I, you know, I, I was coming to it as like, well, why aren't we talking about, we're not talking about like nutrition. We're not talking about lifestyle. We're not talking about light. We're not talking about water. We're not talking about any of this stuff that mm -hmm. really, really matters. And, um, and so I just, um, did kind of what I did in the entertainment industry and just took my own path and went, you know, I, I, I know what was bullshit and what wasn't. And when somebody can't answer a straight question with a straight answer, um, you know, red flags go up. And so it, it, it didn't take long before I, I just started asking myself, well, if mm -hmm. the medical industrial complex is all scripted, produced and, and, and manipulated, uh, and the entertainment industry is the same way. Is, is it possible that, that everything, is, is like that. And of course, lo and behold, it, it is because it's in, in a lot of cases, it's, it's the same controlling interest controlling all of it. And, and so I, I, the book, the red pill revolution, which I am one of five co-authors on, um, one of which was, was, and still is my wife's doctor. His name is Dr. Jeremy Ayers. He's over in the UK. Um, I'm interestingly, I'm the only American, uh, that contributed to that book. The other four guys are in the UK. Um, but Jeremy was my wife's doctor. Um, he was one of the people early on who legitimately invested his, his time, attention, money, uh, skills, uh, loyalty to getting my wife better. And so we formed a very quick and, and strong friendship. And he, uh, he and I just were kind of ideologically on the same page on a lot mm -hmm. of things. And we just, Hey Lou, this, um, some of this, this stuff that we know and, and we've experienced and we've gone through isn't common knowledge to everybody. And so we mm -hmm. kind of have this idea, look, what, what if we write like some sort of a field guide for people who are, um, they know something's up, you know, I mean, we're all in various stages of being yeah. aware of things and, yeah. and, um, and, and, and what if, what if we got like the basics, like we just couldn't find a good, like basic outline for like hmm. how to, how to start looking at the world around you without, um, without prejudice and without like preconceived, I mean, we're, we're all divided up onto these ideological teams by design. And it's like, how do you, how do you look at all of that? Just, just hmm. from a kind of an agnostic standpoint and figure it all out. So we had this idea of making this field guide. Well, we started writing that field guide uh, fourth quarter of 2019, um, right around the time that event 201, which I believe is still on YouTube for anyone that wants to go mm -hmm. look at it. Um, and if you're not familiar with event 201, if you're not familiar with what that is, um, it was a, uh, Yet another example of world leaders and influencers coming together um, at a table. They filmed it all and, and, they, and they went through a series of what they were calling drills and exercises about a global pandem 
pandemic that mm -hmm. lo and behold, four months later, happened to start playing out <laughs> on, on our on our on our scrap slabs and screens everywhere and um and we, we were literally writing this field guide as this was rolling out and um it made for a you know, it was a blessing in disguise because it made for a better book because we had no idea when we started the book that we were going to be writing it in the middle of one of the biggest psyops in, in our lifetime. And, uh, and, and so that, that is, um, it's kind of the story in, in a, in a nutshell where, no. of, of, of how the book came to be, mm -hmm. but then it, the red pill, and it, it, the Red Pill Collective is really just a, uh, it, it's, it's more than a book. I mean, the website is a curation of interesting um, articles and, and, and things. We just don't want to get memory hold. We, we, we want to keep them alive and, 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 and keep them there. And, and, um, and we have, there's a lot of yeah, just exclusive content. Uh, if, if anyone is, is so inclined, I mean, we, we literally have a show called DNA Discussion and Analysis. Um, that during during the the rollout of the scandemic, we were like month by month live as it was happening, given commentary. And, you know, at the time, I wouldn't say there were predictions because we were just listening to what they mm -hmm. had already mm -hmm. said in, in Event 201 and, and, and other mm -hmm. places, what they were going to do. So we weren't predicting anything. We were just taking them at the yeah, word. And saying what they said. They did it. And, yeah. and but but the those of us that were paying attention at that level, and I'm not saying we're any smarter or, or, or more intuitive than anybody else, but we were just paying attention at that level. A lot of people weren't. Hmm. A lot of people were just, you know, a lot of good people were just innocently going about their lives. And um, it, it was very humbling to know how many people amongst us, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm a I'm 57 years old and I have never lived a day on earth. I was born into a pop culture where we knew inherently that the corporate structure and the politicians, and you could argue they're one and the same, but the corporate structure and the politicians were n never operating in our best interest. I mean, mm -hmm. who in their m right mind would ever say the corporate structure has my best interest in, in, in mind? Or but a lot of people do. I, 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 well, like you know, a lot. We, we don't like... like <laughs> We 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 all know it's it's a meme though you know what I mean yeah. it's, it's like the, the 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 dishonest politician or the mm -hmm. greedy corporation those those are those are memes that we we were born into we've never lived a day when that dynamic didn't exist so it was really strange to watch almost overnight and here's where it really hit home for me because I you know previously referenced I have a love of. Of, of punk rock and independence and sovereignty and just counterculture in general. Mm -hmm. I watched with my own eyes, a lot of my counterculture peers um, <laughs> famous and otherwise overnight, just flip yeah. like, like, like what, what happened? I, I, <laughs> yeah. People, you know, throw out some names like, you know, like Jello Biafra of the dead Kennedys or fucking Dave Grohl. I mean, yeah, like, that was a big one. Uh, was Reggie and some machine like Reggie. your name? Your name is Reggie and some machine, literally, literally, and you're literally. telling people to show up with a Vax pass. Like yeah, yeah, it, it was, exactly. it was completely that ironic. Yeah, that one hurts because uh, <laughs> I was a, uh, I was, uh, I told you I grew up in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. I was a fan of Tom Morello's earlier yeah. band called Lockup out of uh, mm -hmm. out of L.A. And I was, I was at one of Rage's earliest shows, a place nice. called the Mason Jar in, in, in Phoenix. I was the Tuesday after that first record came out, and. Nice. Uh, 
and, and I mean, I was there with less than a hundred people and, and they, they freaking blew my face off. They were an amazing band, but looking back on it, um, and I'd say the same thing to Jello Biafra and and and, and, all, and a lot of the the, the the punk icons. It's like, have you listened to your own words? Did you ever mm-hmm. really believe what you were singing? I mean, and in the case of Rage Against the Machine, they never. I'm looking back, they never really were independent. They were always Sony soy boys who you know had a had a corporate contract. Mm-hmm. In, in yeah. hand. And, and 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 when the time came to to flip. And, and, and yeah, when it's like the it felt like a Godfather at, at almost like you know you get into the industry whether it was music or entertainment you live your life and then it was like COVID was this moment where you got like I have to call in your favor now like I need you I need you like that's how it felt like to me a little bit like there was this hidden hand behind some of these people and it was like now it's time to call in that favor and you got to support you got to support the agenda we need it's like all hands on deck kind of thing like everyone needs to support this and that's not that's not like wackadoodle you know you know conspiracy stuff it's like you are i mean i've i've i know dear friends who have had that talk i mean you mm. anybody that can pull an audience whether you're a singer or a painter or an author or whatever if you, if you can pull an audience you pull enough of an audience, eventually uh, you're have the powers that shouldn't be are, are going to come knocking, mm-hmm. and you're going to you're going to be faced with the decision. You're going to be a you're either going to be a team player, or your um, career's probably going to go you know about as far as it you'll be an outsider that stage and, not, and, and and not going to go any further, and you'll you'll have to go it alone. Mm-hmm. That's a you know that's that's a that's an interesting fork in the road because a lot I mean I, man I spent my entire first half of my life wanting that I wanted yeah. you know I wanted to be on the stage I wanted to be putting out records I wanted to be that person and you know now if it, it just it just seemed like such a naive and shallow goal now that I see the other side of the curtain mm-hmm. and. And what, what was on the other side of the curtain? It's like, man, why would I have ever wanted that? But we didn't know. What was you didn't know. You didn't know. Like I, I yeah. you, you talked about a lot of good things there because I've told a bit of my story on this show, like how nine eleven probably partially woke me up, and I had a really healthy distrust. I you know I was in starting university at, at, when that happened, two thousand one, but I don't think it was till COVID till I really just became like super awake, I guess if you want to say. And I, I still have lots to learn. And I like how you said what your book is about. It's about it doesn't matter where you're at in this agenda or your stage of awakening and realizing how much you've been lied to, but you're in that process. And so maybe that's I like how you said that, because for me, I find like when I think about everything, you know, you're talking about COVID, the simple act of the government and all my peers and every store I tried to walk into telling me to put on a mask triggered something inside of me. And I've never been the same since. I hated the mask. I never wore it. Like I barely wore it. Like I just, I couldn't wear it. I just hated it. And I started this podcast. We started, it was started with another guy, but we started it at the beginning of Corona, like March, 2020, when everyone started starting lockdown and all that stuff. It's exactly when this podcast started. I started researching more, but if I could pinpoint it to one thing, it was the mask. It pissed me off to high hell and I couldn't well, stop at, researching. Look at the history of masks. I mean, yeah. look at, I mean, you, you, you go to any, go back and look at any historical photos of any like military detainment camps. And I mean, that's, it's what, what it is, is it, it is a, it takes away your identity and your, mm-hmm. and your independence. It is, yeah. it is a demeaning, it is a demeaning piece of garb that your oppressor will put on you. And 
I the the the, the thing about the whole the, the well, I don't know. I've been yeah. You know, I have, a, and I will I will say this in full disclosure. I do have the um, advantage of having over twenty plus years of looking at blood and paying attention to blood behavior mm. and, and molecular behavior because I'm trying to figure out what was wrong with my wife. Mm. And, and so I was already well, well aware of, you know, the uh, you know, Antoine Bichamp and, and Louis Pasteur, you know, that argument that started in the, in, in the mid 1850s when, you know, Bichamp said, you know, basically it's, it's, there's these things called germs mm-hmm. and, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, but Pasteur was saying there's there are these these things called germs, and Bichamp was saying no, no, it's 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 the terrain, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's always been this terrain theory versus germ theory thing. And mm-hmm. to this day, you can still look up on Wikipedia, look up germ theory, yeah, and it's there. And that second word is theory, and mm-hmm. it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that the word theory does not mean fact. So mm-hmm. to this day, if you got in a room with actual scientists, and I'm not talking about corporate bought and paid for scientists. I mean, people who follow, science is not a business. Science is not an organization. Science is a discipline. It's like martial arts. And you apply science mm-hmm. to a particular procedure or, or, or set of procedures that you are going, you, you apply that discipline. So science is only a discipline. And if you deal with somebody who is actually using, and also as with any discipline, it, it it's not legit if it's if it's forced or manipulated. Yeah, I mean, a discipline can't have an agenda. Is, yeah, no, like a, no. Yeah. And so, so if you talked, if you went into a room with a bunch of actual scientists who are following scientific discipline in the molecular blood, um, you know, biological field, and you mentioned the word virology, they would laugh at you. Because they know that they know that that's a theoretical concept. No, no one. We we have yet, and 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 this 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 is where like it kind of blew me away that not not enough mainstream personalities locked onto this, but not enough people realized or or or, or tried to ask. It's not it's not hard to, to to find that virology is a theoretical field of discovery. We no one has seen we, we don't even have a consensus on what a virus is. You get 10 people in the room and they've got 10 different explanations for what they think a virus is. But we don't know. Like, like, like I can argue this is a pen. Mm-hmm. There's no argument that we, you know, we get 10 people in the room. We'll all agree this is a pen. You can't get there is no consensus on what a virus is. And there's definitely mm-hmm. no consensus <clears throat> or proof that that a pathogenic virus can skip from body to body, stay alive, even though they say that viruses aren't alive, and and and, and say and stay damaging going from body to body. That's like ne- that's never even been close to being proved. Yet, yet you see these virus-based agendas played out through these corporate entities, and and the corporate entities that are playing them out, like Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson. I mean, shit. Anybody can get on any search engine you want and 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 look up. Top criminal fines paid in history. Yeah, huge. And, and, and Pfizer's on that list too. I think three times now, like, yeah. like Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson mm-hmm. are literally like docket. This is not me saying this. This isn't you saying no, it's this a fact. is like documentally provable. They are literally the, some of the biggest criminal organizations on earth mm-hmm. historically. I mean, I mean, 
by the fines that they have paid. Yeah, they've and brought fentanyl know. into America as well, and, and you've, it's been and you've given out the wrong way. Criminal, yeah. These criminal organizations telling you to do something, to use one of their products to save you against something that they can't scientifically prove is real or otherwise, that there's no general consensus on. And it just blew me away, the sheer number of people that that went along with that, just absolutely went along with it. And and make it even stranger is, at least here in the States, um, and I'll be honest, I mean, I'm an anarchist, so I don't I'm not a statist at all. I do not I do not take part in the religion of statism at all. So I don't care. I could I could Trump. Biden, Obama, Bush, all of them, they're, they're, they're all fictional mm-hmm. characters yeah. that, that take place in a, in a corporate commercial setting. And they're no different than Darth Vader or Harry Potter or they're, 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 they are there to, to read a script and serve an agenda. And j- just like Brad Pitt does in movies, you know, and, and, and so I, it blew me away that the supposed most hated, I mean, the Trump character the Trump character could have gotten on TV and said, drink water. And there would have been a significant amount of the populace that said, don't drink water because orange man said to drink mm-hmm. water. And he could have said, breathe air. Don't, don't breathe air. Orange <laughs> man said to breathe air. But that, but, but uh, literally everything the Trump character spoke was, was the worst things ever. No, you know, whatever, just, just pure yeah. demon and evil. Yet he launches, he even branded it operation warp speed. Yeah. Just happened to have his corporate pharmaceutical partners that just I don't know if any if, if anyone has ever gone through the process of packaging, creating a product packaging, mm-hmm. especially that has lot numbers on it. You're telling me that in a matter of a few months, they had they just were able to pull together package and number like millions and millions. No, it's impossible. Millions of files of this. So there's no there's it was, they, was, they were made. Involved. They were already made. And it's already proven in 2017, all these countries, they were ordering in COVID-19 tests. They were pre-stocking in 2017. So the vaccines. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not. But they were also, uh, but like I said, they were, they were getting ready for it in 2017. Exactly. And yeah, Operation Warp Speed, Operation Warp Speed, in my opinion. And I like that you're bringing up another side to Trump. Okay. Because I have a different point of view from you and I don't care. I like that you're bringing it up because I wanted to bring it up this year in my show. And because there's a, there's a couple of things I find truthers or conspiracy theorists, big things that people sort of see things differently, whether it's a flat earth, a globe earth, NASA's lying. Uh, you know, there's always sort of wondering what's Antarctica, you know, what is it? There's always these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, and then, and then I, I've found over the last few years, Trump is one of those things as well. Where it's either you, you, they take your point of view, where he's all part of the show, or was he like sort of like a JFK kind of a figure trying to expose what was going on behind the scenes? So I think JFK I, was part of the show too. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. I like different point of views. This is good. This is good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I like this. And I'm and I'm not for like I'm not for or against Trump. Just like mm-hmm. I'm not for or against Darth Vader. If you like Star Wars, <laughs> then then you you probably have an opinion on Darth Vader. You know, if you like statism, you probably have an have an opinion on on Trump or Biden or any any of the other other characters in those narratives. But the point I was bringing up is it was weird to me to see 
I know people that were meant still to this day are mentally unhinged at the, at yeah. even the, like you could even use the word Trump in a sentence and not even refer to it. They lose to, it. They lose it. Like, like you could go, Hey, Hey, that I, your idea trumps mine. No, no, don't say that word. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> that, like they would lose their mind just at the mere mention of the word Trump. Mm-hmm. Yet they were first in line to get the MAGA jabs. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I yeah. That was the weirdest like, thing. That was weird. There's no, all, all, all I've ever, all I've ever really wanted out of my fellow humans is some consistency. I mean, consistency, yeah. at least I don't, man, I don't care what you're doing, what you're thinking, mm-hmm. how you're behaving, be consistent, be responsible with your consistency and don't hurt each other. And it was the know? biggest pivot I ever saw in politics. Every Democrat from whatever, what was the guy in New York to Biden to Harris, Kumo was Kumo. They all were openly saying they would not take the Trump vaccine. They would need their own testing. They would need all of this stuff. And then the second they take the White House, it switches. They win the election. It the whole the whole uh, script switched. They had to like flip. Now that now now it's a good shot. It's so good. We're going to force it in you. Like that was the biggest. It was the biggest pivot I've ever seen. And it, it was to me as someone just sort of sitting back and watching this take place in the world, especially in America, how did all of these Democrat people that watch TV just flip with it? They didn't even think twice. Like it was all of a sudden a really bad shot. And then they just flipped and they went with the narrative. Like I was like, what is going on? Like I'm agreeing with Joe Biden two months ago now. And you guys are like against me. Like I just, I couldn't get it. I honestly think that, and, and just from years and years and years of being submerged in in in, in a marketing mind and a, a mar- having to have a marketing mindset mm-hmm. to 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 just get things done in the entertainment industry, I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at the art of dangling carrots in front of people to get them to do something. You know, yeah. like sign up to win this free guitar or you know, those, oh, those type of things, and and all. All politics, all of that, all the narratives, it's all marketing. It's all manipulation. And, and, and we modern, modern day humans have a really, they, they have, they have two fundamental flaws. And I believe those flaws are programmed into us or conditioned into us. We have very short memories, mm-hmm. very, very short memories. And we have even shorter attention spans. And, and so, you you literally could be you you could if if you and I had enough cash and reach we could go to our audiences in, on Monday and go you know orange cookies are bad don't eat orange cookies you know and 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 and, and I'm a firm believer in the in, in the, the the law of thirds like no matter what you take take a group a group of people tell them to do something tell them something. A third of those people are not going to listen to you, no matter what. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and I'm and I'm, you know, they're 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 gonna they're gonna they're gonna be set in their ways, and they're gonna yeah. do what they do. Another third is going to do exactly what they're told because they just call it peer pressure or, or yeah. social posturing or whatever. They're gonna do what they're told. That there's a, there's a there's a middle third that isn't quite sure what to do and can be swayed either way. And I, the, the, the weird thing that happened in 2020 
was I don't th- I don't think that first third changed those those people and I'm and I'm in that first group. Those people are who they are. Mm-hmm. They they didn't change. You know I mean I to to this day I have never put on a mask. I've certainly never taken a test, and I damn sure I have never gotten any maga jabs or Brandon boosters at all. Um, but I can also say. I didn't walk around looking for conflict. I, I've never, I don't have any horror stories to tell you. I, mm-hmm. I went into every store I wanted to go into. I didn't change my life one bit. Nothing changed. I, even my business didn't just, I just kept living life as, as I normally did. And I don't, I don't have any. Well, you're lucky. Man, I live in Canada and they oh, went, man. they went crazy. Oh. And. Well, dude, you, you, Canada, like, Canada, we could we could we could do a whole show just. Man, on they went nuts. They went nuts in COVID. I I I I can't. I I don't get it. Like you say, I went around massless. I didn't have to look for trouble. It came to me. Like I got an argument. So I'm lucky. I never got in a fight. But like sometimes I thought I was going to. Like people were nuts when you didn't wear a mask. People were crazy, and they still are. They still are. There's people. There's doctors in Canada on live TV, and they got the crazy eyes. And they're arguing how much you need a mask and the politicians are putting them on live TV. And I'm just how like, is anyone, I'm like, how is this? It's 2023, man. Like, like after the events of 2020 and what we now know worldwide, how is anyone still listening to doctors? Anyway, I don't know. I mean, it's, I lost a lot of distrust for doctors. I won't lie. I, 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 I yeah. I know it's, some really good. I know some really, really good human beings, men and women who devoted a lot of their life, a lot of their money, a lot of their attention to, to get in that white coat and those mm-hmm. letters. Yeah, that's a big name. deal to get it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and right now they are ashamed of it and they want to be anything, but, and it, it's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. Like, like I feel and the like doctors that spoke up got shamed. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Like, they did. Um, in Canada, it was horrible. They lost their licenses. I, they, they got kicked out. Like they weren't allowed to work in the hospital. Like just for speaking up because they had patients that got injured from the vaccine. And, 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 and think, think, think about that. If, um, if, if there really was a problem, like if there really was, let's just say there really was something that was going around and, and harming people. First of all, if it was, if it was what they claimed they, that it was, why weren't we seeing piles of homeless people uh, on the side of the yeah, road dead? You exactly. Know? I mean, what, what, why did that not happen? And, mm-hmm. and and then if 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 there is a problem, like if there is a problem, like let's just say the um, I don't know, trying to think of like like a first world problem, like your power goes out, you know, or whatever, or, you know, you lose internet or what, like people are focused. Like you, you take away power, or you take away someone's internet, or you know, I don't know. Especially if the power goes out in the middle of like a big sporting event, and people lose their <laughs> freaking mind, they will find a way to get what they need done. If there is, a, if there was something that was really going around and killing people, you would not have to. Yeah, you wouldn't have to ask me to wear a mask. You wouldn't have to ask me to stay home. <laughs> you, and you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to there wouldn't need to be campaign like legit campaigns Lotteries. that involve corporate and celebrities yeah. sponsorship to get you to do something you know i, I mean I, I imagine if you know if 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 you were on fire you know i wouldn't have to advertise a water hose to you you'd be like give me yeah. the fucking water hose yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like spray me with water put the fire out but but so, so i'm 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 a bit disappointed in some of my fellow 
man and woman. Um, why mm-hmm. that didn't, why that, it, I don't know. Like, like, like there, there is, there is this, the art of critical thinking is lost right now. Def, definitely needs to be defended and, and mm-hmm. encouraged. Because yeah. it is, it is, it, there, there, are, there are many amongst us who have lost that ability if they ever had it in the first place. Yeah, and that's probably why I do this show. Like, I don't always have to be right. At least I'm questioning things. At least I'm opening what, what? to something. Like, at least this, we, if you, you, there's so many more people now, I believe, in this world, especially since the last few years, that are open to they see something's wrong. Like, and that's, that's the thing. You don't like, have to be like, it's not about being right, it's about yeah. being. It's about being real and it's about like, like, Mm -hmm. like I have, I have a lot of opinions and you have a lot of opinions. And if, if, if I, and here's a simple truth that I just don't think enough people get. If I, and they should, because we live in such a fucking narcissistic society right now. I mean, social media is narcissistic by definition. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, look yeah. at me, read me, yeah. see what we're doing right now is narcissistic. This, a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> hopefully, but hopefully we're being responsibly or at least constructively narcissistic, yeah. you know? And, and, but, but what I don't think enough people do is, is just this, this one simple thing is if, if, if I expect the world to accept me for me. And I, and I want, I want to be able to think how I think, mm-hmm. live how I live and just do what I do. Then I have to extend that courtesy to everyone else. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I say you having a different Trump view. I like it because it, it pushes yeah, the boundaries and it pushes the boundaries. Okay. It's uh, and my perspective and my experiences are different and that's what I'm shaping it around. And we live in such a we live in such a fake world. I come out of I come out of a religion, and I just see it. It's become fake. You look at social media; people are fake. Like everything just seems like the way people interact with you is fake. And you, we talk about masks a lot on the show already. I'm looking at houses right now, and I go out to a house, and it's a doctor's house. You know, he he's got to tell me he's a doctor, and he walks out with masks. And he's like, please put a mask on before you come in my house. You know, I take I would, this very I, I seriously. Wouldn't have been able to hold my I couldn't. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. You don't. I, I you couldn't. Anything in the medical field. Yeah, but I just I couldn't do it. I'm like, I, I can't do it. I'm like, your own narrative. Yeah, I, I couldn't be fake. I can't be fake anymore. Like I just I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. Like I, I, I took and, them. And, I, and, I was like, I'm not going inside the house. I don't care. Like it's. I just can't do it anymore. And what, what? And why is it so? You know, and you just, you just touched on something. Why do we all feel this? Why do we all? Feel, it, it's good old fashioned peer pressure. But why do we all feel this? This need to comply. Yeah. Like that. 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 that like there's. There's not. Now I don't. I mean, in, in, in full on, I don't. I, in fact, I try my hardest not to comply unless I feel that it's. I. I will. I will comply when I consent. When I. You know, c- complying and consent are, are joined at the hip. I'll. Mm-hmm. I'll comply and consent to something on my own terms. I'm not going to be coerced to comply or consent to something because that's not true compliance and it's not true. Co- you know, consent if, if I'm coerced into doing it. But why, why are there so many of us that are feeling this social peer pressure to, to, to just go with, with, with whatever the narrative, whatever they say. Yeah. 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 And, and, and at, at this point in 2023, 
there ought to be, and I really do think we're 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 living through a tipping point right now. I yeah. I, I think it's reaching critical mass where you can look at the headlines of whatever news aggregation site you 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 fancy, and, and you just see the entire corporate infrastructure is just crumbling. The, yeah, the financial like, infrastructure is crumbling. The political yeah. infrastructure is crumbling. The entertainment infrastructure is crumbling. Nothing is thriving. You know, it's it's all crumbling because I do think that we have we are reaching a point of critical mass where there's more people who just go, you know what? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm doing just, it anymore. I'm over it. It's done. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just like I'm given just the Grammys, now. you said you talked about a lot about where you are. The Grammys are right there. Uh, like I didn't watch it. I haven't watched it in years. But I've talked about it on the show. One of the conspiracies is the whole idea of Satan and Satanism within the music industry. And a lot of people were talking about the Grammys that were just on how satanic it was and sort of over the top. And people, people are kind of done with it. Like people are turning away from it. It's, but, but it's the Grammys have, have all, whoop, did I lose you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I lost you there. For yeah, a sir. My camera or something just happened for a second. Yeah. Uh, no, what, what, what I, what I was going to say was, um, the Grammys have, and all of those award shows. Let's just think about award shows. Award shows are indus- are the industry like celebrating itself. It's a marketing tool. It's the yeah. industry gets together, celebrates itself, and, and gives out these quote unquote awards so that they can put stickers and, and selling points on pieces of product. So it's not re- these award shows are not really merit based. They're mm-hmm. they're marketing based, and they've always the entire. The entire entertainment industry has been marinating in, you know, I, I don't know, you know, some people call it Satan, some people call it Lucifer, some people call it yeah. Justin Bieber. You can call the darkness whatever you want, you want to call it, no, but but the entertainment industry has been marinating in darkness since there's been an entertainment industry because, like I said, if you can pull an audience, you're going to have a talk at some point with the powers that shouldn't be and the powers that shouldn't be are not of light. You know, I don't, I mean, I'm not even coming at this, this from a religious stand because I think all, mm-hmm. all religion, religion is a man-made thing. So any religion is man-made. And so, but, but, but I am coming at this from a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. there is light and there is darkness and we all have our names that will yeah names and backstories that will affix to whatever light or darkness is. And it's, it's all theoretical and we've all got our, our take on it, but light and darkness does exist and mm-hmm. darkness, darkness needs an audience. Darkness mm-hmm. craves an audience. And so if you can pull an audience at some point, darkness it's going to and it will be in the form of some sort of corporate entity will come mm-hmm. a talking to you and and and, mm-hmm. and and you'll have that talk and you'll have the opportunity to say yeah i'm going to be a team player or you will do what some people have done and go no i'm, I'm I, I think i'm good i think i'm good maybe i don't want to do this maybe i'll go open a coffee shop or something no it's <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because you know maybe some people they still don't really believe it or maybe it gets maybe too fantasized when you have well, in the, the conspiracy the world. Thing, yeah, the interesting thing about about the whole light and dark thing to me is it doesn't matter if you believe it or I believe it. The people that are in it, they believe, believe it. it. Very, yeah. very. I say that a lot on this much. show. Like, yeah, they they like, believe it. They it believe in weird things, are. man. They believe in weird and, things, and, and they practice weird things. And and I will tell you, you know, I've been, you know, I have I've seen it with my own eyes. I mean, if you. You know, if, if you, if you dabble in darkness, again, attach whatever silly name you want to, t- 
to it, um, you are going to get certain results. If you dabble in light, you are going to get certain results. And, and, hmm. and we, you know, I, I mean, the, the, I don't know, the, 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 the modern day soccer mom term for that would be karma, you know, but yeah. I mean, it, it's, I think we've all experienced that. If you, if you go around and, and at the end of the day, you know what, it's all energy. It's all, it's, it's all energy. If you, if you exist in a positive energetic state, you're going to experience positive energetic things for the most part. That's not to say that you're invincible and there's not going to be bad things happen, but you can't mm-hmm. control the bad things that other people are doing, you know, but yeah. you can control your, your energies. And if you exist in a dark, uh, negative state, you're, you're, you're going to experience dark negative things. And, and, and you can call that religion. You can call that spirituality, but, um, it, it's, it's energetics. And, 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 and I don't think anybody has the audacity to say that energy doesn't exist. Do you in your there's book, positive energy and negative energy? Yeah, I believe it. Do you in your book have sort of talk about like, say for someone waking up, it can kind of get you angry when you realize maybe how much you've been lied to or manipulated, deceived, well, yeah. deception. Do you sort of have, do you talk about deception? Do you talk about how deception people can? Deception is actually a, a chapter. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 we, actually, we actually talk about deception as a, as a tool, you know, because deception is, and a lot of these things, and we really tried to approach it from, a, from an agnostic kind of, point of view, because let, let me, let me talk about deception for a minute, but by, by any chance, I don't want to make any assumptions, but, but are, are you a parent by any chance? Do you have any kids? I am. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So then this is good. This is good. Will you, and, and anybody out there that is a parent will, will, will know this. We all, the, the art of parenting is manipulation and deception. We do not tell our kids everything we do not, we, we keep things from our kids. We, not, now I'm not saying we do it for nefarious reasons, no. but we keep, there's things they don't need to know. Yeah. Um, there's an innocence we, we at dece- that age still. Yeah. Kids are deceived all the time. Look at, look at, look at Santa Claus, look at the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are, these are all deceptions. So deception isn't inherently good or bad. It is a tool. And in mm-hmm. parenting, we use deception all the time. You know, I mean, I mean, we, having raising kids is is like hurting cats. Sometimes you have to, you have to ring the bell over here to get them to not go over here. You have to deceive them. They, you know what I mean? And, and again, it's not for nefarious reasons, but any parent that says that they haven't used deception or manipulation as a tool in their parenting is, is lying. I mean, we do it daily. And again, it's not nefarious. We do it because we love them and we it's not so easy having a conversation like this with a two year old every day. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. And, and, and so if, if we, if we can understand deception in, in the parent child relationship or, or even within the family relationship, I mean, I, I know there are all sorts of things that my wife and I do not tell my boys they don't they, hmm. they don't need to i, I know things about other family thing, members that, that are it's just best left unsaid because i don't want to taint um my kids perception of hmm. somebody else you know I'll, they'll, they'll find out on their own terms and you know and it, and if it's and if it's you know if it's dangerous information then of course you know I'll, I'll weigh that but there's a lot of things you know heck there's things that i don't tell my wife not for nefarious reasons not because i'm hiding it from her i again there's things i know about certain people that i know she loves and admires and i don't want to i don't want to crush that spirit in her you know i mean so mm-hmm. and and so we we use deception and manipulation all the time in our personal relationships and and it's not always for bad but on so, so if if we do it personally what makes us think that it's not done commercially 
you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, that, that literally is their, is their business is the art of deception and, and, and manipulation and just the ability to, a lot of people don't even know that it's there. And it's just, just getting people to, to think that way. And I think one of the, one of the easiest analogies that we, we, we kind of try to make in, in the book is, um, you know, everyone can relate to an abusive relationship. And there are a lot of us that are in an abusive relationship with the state and the, the corporate state. When I say the mm-hmm. state, I mean the corporate state, you know, here, mm-hmm. here in the U.S., I mean the District yep. of Columbia, all yep. of it, you know, the, 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 the whole corporate structure. We're in an abusive relationship. And, and what do we see? Think, think back to some personal abusive relationships that we all can reference. Sometimes you see the person going back again and again and again to get abused. And it's like, do you, do you like the abuse? Do you, do you like what, like we're, Everyone else, usually in those situations, everyone else knows that everyone else sees it except the person who is being abused. And they're mm-hmm. usually the last to figure it out. And, and, and I think in, in, you, you extrapolate that out. And our, our, our book is just an attempt to try to help some of those people out there that know they're in an abusive relationship. But they just don't know why they're in it, how they got mm-hmm. there or what they can do about it. And I think the biggest thing that anyone can do when they're in an abusive relationship, the very first step is, is recognize that you're in one. First, to just yeah. admit that you're in one. I'm in an abusive yeah, yeah, relationship. Yeah. Now the next step is what do I do about it? How do I get mm-hmm. out of it? I like this. Yeah. So when you're talking about getting out of it, you're talking about corporate control. How do you think they're trying to change human behavior with what they're doing? I think we saw some of this in COVID. And I think if you have eyes to see, you can kind of maybe possibly see where it's going with more control of different mm-hmm. things. But, you know, talk about that because you, I know you talk about that in your book. Yeah. Well, I think there's two, two, at least two big powers at work. First of all, I mean, there are, there, there are those who like to control and there are those who are all too happy to be controlled. So there's like a control group, you know, and I, you know, here, here, here in the States, I would call that the Republicans and the Democrats. They, they, they love to be controlled mm-hmm. and, 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 and they love their controllers. I mean, every four years we, we have a weird religious ceremony where people actually vote for their favorite controller. You know, and, and yeah, I want to be corporately controlled by that guy. And, and, and my vote, the guy I'm voting for is going to be way better than the guy you're voting for, you know, but, but, you know, we're all, you know, people who vote are voting for their controllers. And so that's a, that, that, that's a weird dynamic in and of itself. So you've got this whole control group. And if you're trying to control somebody, again, think back to the abusive spouse situation, you cannot allow individuality or creativity. I mean, how many times have we, you know, we as men, I mean, we, I know we both can reference women in our lives that we watched be in abusive relationships. They weren't allowed to have their own friends. They weren't allowed to go out when they wanted to. They had to report every, every movement they made, they had to report to their, to to their guy, you know, and it, it works the other way. I'm sure there's, there's abusive, you know, female to men relationships as well. But you know what I'm saying is it's like, if you're trying to control somebody, you got to take away their ability to be independent and creative because that if, if you're if you're a controller, you, you can't have independence and creativity. So I think there's there's that group at work. And then intermingling with that group is the whole eugenics crowd. And the eugenics crowd are just I mean, they are they are obsessed with altering 
and perfecting and duplicating the human being. They are obsessed with sex. They are obsessed with race. They are obsessed with gender. Um, they, and, and they see, I mean, even, I mean, we're, we're living right now in a time where gender is a big topic. Gender mm-hmm. is the ultimate independent identifier, which is why mm-hmm. we're seeing, you know, girls aren't allowed to be girls that, you know, and, and boys aren't allowed to be boys. The, the, it, there's a no push towards this androgynous, yeah. you know, yeah. non-binary, you know, mm-hmm. thing that, the, because you, you got to take that identity away. You got to take that individual individuality away. I mean, t- tell, tell me that there is nothing. I mean, I, at least it's been my, my experience. Hell, I married one. There is nothing more powerful than an independent woman. Hmm. An independent woman will will we'll get shit done and, and change the world, change her world will change your world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I think there, and, and, and same thing, same thing with men, a, a, a strong independent man will move mountains, which is why, you know, you can't have strong independent men. That masculinity is toxic and you can't have strong independent women. You know, I mean, feminism has turned into just compliancism, you know, just, 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 just comply yeah. and go along with the narrative. And so, you know, we, you've, you've got the eugenics crowd that's trying to strip all individuality and creativity out of sex, gender, and race. And and you've got the control crowd, which, you know, again, you could argue are one and the same. They de- definitely intermingle who, you know, anybody looking to control somebody is, is, is definitely going to go after their individuality and their creativity. So, 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 you know, you've got this perfect storm of this corporate, some call it government. I just call it the, you know, the, the corporate industrial complex. It's all, it's all, it's all the same. That is, you know, half of them are control freaks. Half of them are eugenics freaks. And, and, but they're all working towards the same goal of no independence, no creativity, total control. And, and, and it's just easier. It's, it's easier to herd. It's easier to herd the cats. If you don't have any, any independent thinking cats, you know, you talked about control groups a lot, what you saw in COVID. You sort of saw people defy and people comply. So could you kind of say it was almost – sometimes you wonder, was it done on purpose to see who is who and who is it? I, Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I do think it was a trial balloon that was floating yeah. to see. Oh, let's, let, let's see because this is all just gearing up. I, I mean I would argue that the AIDS scam back in the – you know. 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. the whole that whole AIDS thing was a beta test for what we just went through. Well, they they ran like lots of beta tests. I mean, AIDS was the first. I mean, if you if you look, I mean, every year there's been some sort of like scary virus that yeah. you're supposed to be afraid of. This, this was just it, they, yeah. they just kept ramping it up, and so you know we saw this big, you know, a, a bigger beta test, if you will. But I but I do think that it's it's all working. It's all it's all working towards the goal of the controllers and the eugenicists. Um, they're, 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 if you're going to control people, you got to get them all in, you know, you got to get them all on the same devices. You got to get them all saying, thinking the same things, Mm -hmm. speaking the same, the same words and using the same phrases. And, you know, you gotta, gotta have all the social posturing and get them all on, on the same platforms. And, and and it's, it's, it's classic sheep herding. There's a reason why people are, you know, people, it, the whole term sheeple is, is a derogatory term. It's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's very, it's, it, it's an accurate term. I mean, it's, it's sheep herding is an art and we are just watching sheep herding being done on a worldwide scale. And, you know, there's, 
I think with COVID, what 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 they I think there was two groups. There was the the well, actually, there's three groups. There was the the, the group that was compliant, and of course, they wanted to see that. Then there was a group that was openly non-compliant. But then there were people like myself, where like I don't. I, I, I'm not playing. I'm not playing statist games, anyways. Like, like, I, like, I'm not. I don't. I don't participate in the statist religious, you know, election ceremonies or any of that stuff. I, I, I don't do any of that. I don't fundamentally believe that it is in any human's best interest to agree to be controlled by a commercial entity. I don't mm-hmm. understand people's desire to be controlled by commercial entities. That doesn't, it doesn't fit. We haven't always behaved like that. We're the only life form that I can think of that behaves like that. I mean, name another life form that is controlled by a commercial entity. And commercialism, anything, anything, I mean, there's a reason why they call it corporate fiction. It only exists on paper. It's a paradigm. And so, you know, you take the paper away, and and it, it, it it's fiction. I mean, it's 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 very appropriately named corporate fiction. So anything mm. commercial is fictional. It's a fictional paradigm, and I don't know why more of us don't um, see through that and go. You know what? I don't wish to be controlled by a commercial entity that just doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. even make logical sense. To, to to go and, and make that a goal but there are there are many amongst us who get very very passionate about that I mean uh, every 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 four years you know here in the states you see see people and and thankfully it it, it isn't even close to the majority I, I mean I I, th- I think the the people that actually end up voting you know if you, if you if you really took the population of the United States you know I mean you're you're, you're, you're talking you know maybe 20 percent maybe 30% at best, you know, so it's not even close to even the people that, that actually vote aren't even close to a majority, you know, of, mm. of the people that are out there. So there's, there's a lot of, to me, that gives me a lot of hope. There's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, just aren't participating. You know, some, some, yeah. some, of, some people aren't participating like me. I'm actively not participating. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I've taken, I've taken, I've got my paperwork in line. Like I, like I, you know, I, I do not, you know, I, on on paper, I can prove to you I'm not participating. But I, uh, but but then I think there's other people who are just they're just they're just over it or sick of it or never even wanted yeah. to participate in it in the first place. I think I was so enshrined in it. Like you, you just grew up in it. But the last few years, I think I, what you're talking about is sort of exiting the corporation. That's kind of where I'm at. I said, like, okay, I think I just want to stop playing the game. Like, yeah. you know, even in 2020 when the election was stolen, I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. Like. It looked, it appeared to be stolen, but now fast forward a few years and you just see how corrupt the corporation is. It's like, does it really matter a stolen election happened within a corrupt corporation? Does it really matter? Well, like, and, and, and no, and no individual has any say so in that process. Even if you believe in that process, even if you believe in the voting process, they are telling you yeah. and have for years that. The actual individual, like, I'm not even going to call them presidents because they're not presidents. They're CEOs. The mm-hmm. CEO of the corporation, corporation is not is not elected by a public vote. A CEO of a corporation is always elected by the board. 
And, mm. and the board in this case is the electoral college. And, and yeah. that is, that is who has always and will always choose the CEO of that corporation. And, and it's just a dog and pony show that they're not even trying to hide is a dog and pony show. But so many people, I, I mean, I listen to people all the time that will passionately say it is, it is the single most important duty that a human being has is to, is to vote. And it's like, no, it's the single most important duty that a human being has to know how to get themselves water and food and and shelter and take care of themselves and their, and and their family. That that's the single most important duty of of a human being voting to be controlled by commercial entities is way down the list of what I would hope would be most people's list of priorities. It certainly is. It's not even on my list of priorities. I'm never, ever, ever going to vote to be controlled by a commercial entity. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, there's a lot to learn. And I think in this whole portion of awakening or truth, that whole idea of leaving the corporation, that's a big hurdle and it's a lot to learn, I think, because there's legal terms, there's, there's stuff like that, but it's interesting. And yeah. it, it, it's very interesting. We, we all have the power to say, no, nobody yeah. Nobody has to be in an abusive relationship. Nobody. Yeah. And, yeah. and and you can just say no and turn it off. And, and that's kind of what I did. I, di- I did a little life experiment with myself during the whole scandemic thing is like I said, I never put a mask on. I never got tested. I mm-hmm. never even acknowledged it was happening. I just yeah. went about my life and I and I did it with a smile on my face and 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 my life didn't change at all. In fact, a bunch of things got more convenient because things you know <laughs> cropped up. All these peer-to-peer things cropped up where it's like I didn't even have to get off my ass to go get beer. Someone would drive the beer from the grocery store to me. For, 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 it wasn't even worth my. Like, it wasn't worth the effort. I could get it. I could get you know. I could get my stuff. So so it, it, the, the the whole the, the whole period. It didn't it didn't inconvenience me or my family one bit. We just we just smiled our way through it and just didn't play along. And, and I, and I know others that did it. I wasn't the only one, but I'm just surprised more people didn't do it. Yeah, no, everyone, even people that kind of knew the truth, didn't really want to go along. They just went along with it because they didn't want to stand out. They didn't want to cause confrontation. I don't know what the reason, but they just, a lot of people just played along with it. In the, let's just say that there really were these sub microscopic things called pathogenic viruses that were floating around and coming out of everywhere. You know, um, it takes like five seconds of, well, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe you need 60 seconds, but it, it, it takes a minute or so's worth of research to know that the number one way that things get in and out of your body is through the skin. The skin is, is it's the largest organ on our, on our body. That it that is how that is how the body gets rid of things through the skin, and that is how things come into the body through the skin. You 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 will you know anyone that understands um, you know any any sort of like dermatology or whatever knows that like it, it's better for you to you know it's better for you to rub CBD cream on your sore ankle than it is for you to take it orally and mm. expect it to go from your mouth down to your ankle. You can literally yeah, put, put it right it on the spot right, yeah. right, right there and you'll absorb it. So if, if there really were these sub microscopic, scary, oogly boogly things called 
COVID viruses that were floating around everywhere, airborne, just fly, like, wouldn't, wouldn't it make sense to, to, to go out in a bubble? I mean, that, that little face diaper yeah. isn't going to help any, no, I mean, it's going to help anyone. What, what, I mean, what about the rest of your exposed skin? It just, it yeah. just, again, that, that never made that. And again, it takes about a minute or two's worth of research to know that your mouth in your, 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 your when you breathe out, that is that is a, a toxic Waste release. Gas. No, you, 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 are, <laughs> you you are getting rid of toxins every time. Mm-hmm. You know what? What is the first thing that people do when they wake up in the morning? They yawn. That is because your body at night has been resting and healing and re reenergizing. And so when it gets up in the morning, you yawn and you push out all of that shit. You know that the that the body got rid of mm-hmm. and processing to get rid of during the night. So. How how did it make any sense to 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 put something over your yeah. exhaust basically your exhaust pipe you know yeah, <laughs> it did it, 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 it just sense. never made it. no but but, I agree. but 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 there were many among us that that, that that apparently it made sense and 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 I, and I think I I think it made less sense but it was more that that, that they felt um, some sort of social posturing to to go along and and, and comply and and, 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 and to do the right uh, yeah yeah. Because because at you know at, we unfortunately are we love team sports and mm-hmm. and, it, and it became a weird game of team sports. It's like Team, team Blue Nash. was doing this, and yeah. Team Red was doing this, and you know <laughs> and, and, and and it became more about you know it, it was more like the Steelers versus the Cowboys than it was common sense versus idiocy, you know and. and I don't know. It, it just, again, I just, I smiled my way through it and my, my, my life didn't change one bit. In fact, a few things got a little more convenient and, um, and 2020 was one of the most financially, um, lucrative years that oh, I good for you. I'm glad someone, I kind of had the opposite experience, kind of flipped my whole life upside down. So I'm kind of glad well, so, some so, people so, had a good one, but, uh, so, hey, so, a lot, but a lot of people had their, a lot of people had their lives flipped upside down. So, but I mean, well, a lot of, for a the lot better, of people, because you know what? I, I stood up and I stood up for something and yeah. I didn't, I didn't and, agree and, with and, it and it changed me for the better. Like a lot of people and, and, may, and maybe the silver lining in that whole lesson is a lot of people ha- have positioned their lives in such a way that they are 100% reliant on third party corporate commercial entities. I mean, how many thinking. people... I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a huge epiphany that I had years and years and years ago was I was, um, wait, it was, it, it was, it was actually in late 2016 and I was, uh, I was standing in, in my, in my kitchen and, um, was going through something with, with, uh, with my wife's health and water was a big, uh, was, a, was a big issue. And I, I, it just occurred to me, it's like, you know what, my whole life I fancied myself as like this independent sovereign, you know, punk rock guy. And I can't even get a glass of water myself. It falls from the fucking sky and, and springs from the ground. And I am reliant on some yeah. third party entity, commercial entity to, to pipe this shit into my house. And who knows what the hell that product, you know, that end product was it was obviously it was, it was, it was garbage, but, um, why, why, why just think about that? Like, why is there a payment gateway between humans and water? I mean that, like, why is it one of the very first things we're taught as, as, as kids is how to find and collect water? You know, I mean, animals do. 
but yeah, birds do, deer do, yeah. <laughs> raccoons do. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what, why, why don't humans? Well, because humans have been conditioned to live inside of this paradigm where everything is controlled by corporate commercial entities, and mm-hmm. we can't even get our own water without the. It feels the like that whole it's closing fast. Like it's not just water anymore. It's it's the food. It's we're going to put bugs in your food. We're going to. You know, you have to drink this now. You have to eat like everything. And then the Vax passes. It just felt like everything was closing a lot faster on that control. Yeah. And, and all these right. places of society, like it just all these corporate control just seemed to, I don't know, really clamp down. But, 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 but the beautiful thing in that is, is we, again, we have, we all have the right to say no, no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to eat yeah. your food. No, I'm yeah. not going to drink your water. Yeah. I'm not going to eat your food. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I will never step foot on a commercial airline again, ever. I'm so like any, any industry that pushed that crap on their employees and their customers, they're, they're dead to me. I will never, I will never, ever, I'll never give them another penny of, of my money ever again. And, and yeah, that that's, they did that to themselves and and you will see we, we, you and I will both live long enough to see the end of the commercial airlines. We are not that far away from peer to peer air travel. I mean, you know, here in the States, we can call an Uber or a Lyft anytime we want for, Mm -hmm. you know, for a ride. We're really, really close to, to, to being that way with, with air travel or, or, or travel on boat or any other form of, of travel. We, we do not need these big, corporate commercial entities for anything and everything. There are, there, there, there are other ways, there are better ways. And, and quite honestly, if you've got a plane and you're willing to give me a ride somewhere and we agree on a fair price, I'd rather give you the money, you know, cause, yeah, cause, cause I, know exactly, I know, I know exactly where my money is going to go. It's going to go to you. And, and I, I like what you're saying there because I was going to ask that, like, what are so like, what are some thoughts on like sort of decentralizing sort of giving back to peer to peer because I've started getting into cryptocurrency and at first I hated it. Like when I, you know, kind of thought about it for a long time, I didn't like it, but the more I've got involved in it, the more I'm seeing this is more peer to peer stuff. So what you're talking about is you could have your creator, you can have music on now, you can tokenize your own music as a creator and you know, mm-hmm. it goes right. The funds come right to you. The fans right to you. It's direct cutting out the middleman. You could do that with a plane. If you own a plane, you can do that with anything. Anything in crypto now, like so, that's where I sort of see. I'm sort of enjoying crypto a little bit more. It's taking some of the power back, and people are getting more in control of their lives and creators. Uh, so that's one way I sort of see people maybe decentralizing a little bit and shifting the power back. But what your thoughts? I kind of want to ask your thoughts on that. Well, this is going to sound like a shameless plug, but if you go to <laughs> the redfieldrevolution.com yeah, yeah, yeah. forward slash guide, I actually made this uh, anti dependency guide. Oh, which nice. is filled with uh, it's filled with suggestions. It, it touches on ten aspects of life that we can get away from all of that centralization and just take more control on it. There's a section on water. There's a section on light, um, nice. EMF and electrosmog, um, grounding, healthcare, the sourcing of goods and services, uh, the difference between physical and digital. Is that's that's a big topic mm-hmm. right there. Um, you know, media. You know, you do not need to support. You know, corporate media, mm-hmm. you don't. There's a, the, right now, look at what we're doing right now. This is not corporate yeah. media. Support, support non corporate, support independent media. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. 
you know, the difference between commercial and, and private. I don't think enough people realize the difference there. And then we end on a, on consent and the whole thing is filled with, uh, with just real life things that you can do that can just take back just any of us can do this and 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 take back control of of ourselves and our lives and our day-to-day and so like i said it's just go to the the redpillrevolution.com forward slash guide it's it's free there's no sales pitch awesome. i'm trying to say no, anything I, and it's, it's just that. knowledge share and then and yeah. i think that's what it's about is you know the whole peer-to-peer thing is is sharing if you've got a car and i need a ride and we can agree on a, on compensation, then, mm-hmm. and you're happy with it, and I'm happy with it, then that is a good transaction. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be money. I mean, what if, you know, what if I, you know, what if I make honey and you love honey and, and, and you've mm-hmm. got, and I need a ride and you've got a car to give me a ride with and I pay mm-hmm. you in honey, you know, and, 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 yeah. and, and you use a lot Everything of honey. used to be, the, different things used to be currencies back in the day. It wasn't just well, fiat backed by whatever. nothing. Like it Currency was, is, is, is whatever yeah. we say it. That that Toba- that's the thing. Is tobacco, like, spices. You talked about honey. Yeah. Like all these yeah. things can be a currency. I mean, if, if exactly it, what whatever you need or value is currency. Yeah. And whatever I need and value is is yeah. currency. And and it. I'll tell you what isn't currency is is debt notes. And yeah. that's what we're we're led to believe that that is currency. And it's like. Uh, it's it's not only not currency; it's fraud because you can't pay a debt with another debt, and nobody, nobody, unless unless you've got precious metals in your possession, unless you've got gold, copper, or silver, nobody actually has cash. No, nobody mm-hmm. in the U.S. has cash because even the cash isn't. Really, any there are it's all debt notes, all yeah. of it, and you can't. What I'll, I'll tell you what there we, we there's another thing we will we will live to you and I will live to see this day is when that quote unquote cash has no value. You yeah, know, I think I've that's got, sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, and it doesn't. I mean, I've got my my wife and I joke about this all the time. Like years and years ago, do you remember the whole dinar thing, the Iraqi dinar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Like, so we bought we we bought a million dinar, you know. Okay. And, and we just bought a million dinar. It, it cost a thousand dollars, and and we thought, well, at the very least, it's a nice top. You know, it's nice. We we have an interesting little thing. I can I can Story. take out yeah. a stack of a million dinar and go <laughs> here it is, or maybe we'll make a mobile or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, but you know, but on the off chance that that the powers that shouldn't be at that time, the powers that shouldn't be were, were, was Bush too. Um, when 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 they went in and they toppled the Iraqi regime and then Bush was going to re revalue the Iraqi dinar at you know, three to five times what it was really worth on the off chance that that actually happened you know we're like, okay well we'll we'll, be all right. we'll play the game that's like going into a casino and go yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll play a few rounds. hack the matrix a bit eh? yeah yeah whatever <laughs> but yeah but but at the at the end of the day it's like I've got sitting down downstairs in my file cabinet I've got a, a million Iraqi dinar that are absolutely worthless. And um, like I said, we are going to see the day when the physical U.S. dollar is is worthless. But even more horrifying than that, I'm telling you what, if you do not have every penny, I know this is going to sound like I'm being a hypocrite. I'm going to like I'm I'm just going to go against what I just said. But at this point in history, if you don't have every cent of your money in physical something, um, the digital is going to go away a lot quicker than the physical is going to go away. I mean, if if you've got a if you've got a hundred thousand dollars in a U.S. bank account, um, 
I would make sure that you got that $100,000 in cash because that, that digital $100,000 could go away tomorrow. And what do you yeah, and if it? you've paid attention to some of the world events, there are countries right now that are struggling to get money out of the banks. And if you see what's I, happening, people are losing just, shit. And, I just posted a, a story on yeah. on Red Pill about about Nigeria, where the Nigerians. Yeah, are, yeah Nigeria's are, are, are crazy literally. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're tr- trying yeah. to get trying to get money out of, out of the banks. They can't. The bank, they can't. There's there there isn't the money there. Yeah, and and yeah. you know what? That's that's coming soon to a city yeah. near you. I've come to that conclusion as well. So the, the, all last year, you know, I had maybe too much cash in the bank and it was, it was like, okay, I want to change some of it. And like, yeah, I bought gold. I bought, I took some of the cash out. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell you my address or anything, but it's like what you just said, like physical cash, because if the ATMs yeah. and stuff or, go down. Or, or, or physical people, anything. I mean, yeah, have some yeah, notes yeah. on hand, have some gold on hand and yeah, just exactly here, here what you're state, saying. It's still, it, yeah. it's still kind of hard to get, you know, to get home generators. And so, you yeah. know, you you can get a decent home generator for five hundred bucks. So if you yeah. if you've got two thousand dollars in the in the bank, go buy four generators and put them in your shed or something. At least you still have your two thousand dollars. But I'll tell you what, when 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 things go sideways. That 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 two thousand dollars isn't going to mean jack, but those four generators. Are- no, it won't. It'll it'll buy you some goods and stuff for a little while because people will be accepting cash as for a while. That's yeah. my like. That's what I think. Yeah. And I'm not a big doomer. I think the world's going to get better. I really do. No, but no, I do. No, that, 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 that's I, I kind of wanted to end on that. Is this? Yeah. Like, like I'm not. I'm not sitting here telling you the world's going to end. I'm not. I don't think it's. It sucks right now. Things suck, and I do think things could suck a little bit more coming up but i do yeah but i do think it's for a better purpose and i think a better world is coming and people will lose their shit when they can't get their money but yeah i there's something what what sits on what sits on the other side of any abusive relationship a better better life freedom and and so yeah we're just we're just all in the midst of a of a really bad abusive relationship and we're all trying to get away from you know the 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 big douchebag boyfriend or girlfriend that is the you know the the state and 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 we and and we're all in various phases of of getting out of that relationship and some of us are more you know further down the road than others but i think as long as as long as most people see that it is an abusive relationship and you need to get out of it and that abusive relationship is going to result in in very short order, you're just not going to be able to run to the store and get whatever you need. You know, right now we're so spoiled. We can, you know, we can go to yeah, Walmart it is. any, yeah, at any time want. of the day and buy whatever we want. And it's, it's not, it's, it's not the case. Not when, not when the powers that shouldn't be are doing like, look at what they're doing with eggs right now, you know? And, 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 yeah. it, and it's not just the egg shortage, but they're even fucking with the egg, you know, the, feed, the, feed, the, the chicken yeah. feed. To, to you know, so that the the chickens that 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 are eating that feed are are now sterile and not laying eggs, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's, so, so it's it, this is this it's it's controlled demolition of 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 a of an abusive relationship. So we 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 all know we're in it, and let's mm-hmm. just get out of it. And 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 yeah. when we get out of it, I think the 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 real exciting and 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 very real work begins where the good the good people have to help the people who might be a little, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people on the other side of what, what is coming. And again, I'm not a big doom guy either, but I do yeah. know it's an abusive relationship and I do know it's coming to an end. 
on the other side of that, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, what, what the hell just happened? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, like how do you, how do you accept you've been brainwashed basically? Yeah. And, and there's, and, 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 and people like us are going to have to be there with a loving helping hand and go, look, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, I understand you, you, you thought he loved you, mm-hmm. but he did, you know? And, yeah. and so now, yeah. now we're going to have to go find, uh, and it's not going to be so easy for some people. Like, you know, a lot of people got yeah. treated poorly the last few years. So it's, it's going to be tough for some people too to say like, yeah, like turn around and you know, like. But you know what? There's, there's, there's a, there's a humanity lot will do it. We'll get through it. Yeah, there's a lot more of us yeah. than there are of them, and we've got a lot of room, and we've got a lot of natural resources, which yeah. is which provide us with lots of food and shelter and water, and uh, you know, getting them out of the way isn't such a bad idea because they're the ones that are fucking everything up in the first place. And I so. think, and I think there's something healthy about being a little more independent. It. Maybe, like you said, you get used to these conveniences. I've been in Greece now for a year. We left Canada, and I'm on an island, and like almost everyone, not everyone, but so many different people, they all have chickens, you know, and they all say the same thing. Like, well, what if something happens? I got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need some food. I need some eggs. Like, you know, so they all, so many people, they just, they have, and then, then stuff grows here really easy too. So they all, yeah. like, people have little gardens, they have their chickens. Sure, they go to the grocery store but they have natural markets. The farmers all come down and there's, there's an old school way of life that hasn't been forgotten. And I've really enjoyed living it a little bit and that's, embracing that's really it a wonderful. bit. It's, it's cool. Like, and it's, and it's cool to see. And I don't think we see that enough in North America anymore. I know it happens, but maybe these people get labeled as hippies sometimes and organic. Like, I, like, yeah. Organic has its own marketing thing in the grocery well, store. Why don't we change but, the, let's change the yeah. vernacular. It's, that's not the old school way to live. That is the way. To live. The natural that's, way almost. Like, yeah, it's a natural yeah. way to live. And, and yeah. we don't need to live in a commercial, a corporate commercial setting. We don't need to. That's yeah. not natural. And, and so, they do regenerative yeah. farming. And it's like, it's just interesting. Like it's... And, and, yeah. and and you know what's what's the best part of that is 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 I'm sure you've experienced it in the last year of of going through it is the personal relationships that you make from these from when, when you're really living life like when you're not you know like, like you know something as easy as like my eggs don't come from I in fact I don't buy food from stores I my, all mm-hmm. of my food comes directly from the source um, and it's taken a while to get there but like. You know, when I buy eggs, I don't, I'm not buying them from a, from a store. I buy them from 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 a family, and that family yeah. has names. and And and, yeah. and, and there, there's a wonderful woman named Serena, and her husband Mitch, and they're very dear friends of mine. They have a beautiful daughter and, named Camille, and, and 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 like these aren't. That's not just my eggs, man. Those are my those are my friends, and and, and mm. I treat them like family, and, and 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 they treat me like family, and. Those are important relationships right now, but you know what? Those are going to be even more important relationships when things go any more sideways. Because yeah, everyone is an egg like dealer that, now. They're, they're already doing it. They're already yeah. doing it. They're already living that life. <laughs> they know how to do chickens. They know how, how, to, how to deal with animals. They know how to, how to run a farm, and, and we all need those relationships in our life. Uh, I'm going to end on this. I want to ask you one last thing about COVID because we're talking about eggs right now. There's a thing yeah. about yolks. That possibly mm-hmm. can help with the blood and the spike proteins. But you talked about the blood at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about it because there's some weird agreements in the COVID-19 vaccines like graphene oxide. Uh, oh, yeah. I forget all the names. I forget other, some of the other names. SA, like weird chemicals. So people that have taken it, maybe they got some of the, you know, if you looked at some of those sites, some batches were worse than the others. Mm-hmm. But it kind of looks like egg yolk might actually help people. 
possibly. I don't know if that's a weird theory, but uh, you know what? What can people do to sort of like? I've heard horta. People drink like, like dandelion leaves, different things yeah. like this that can maybe help. I don't know if those are will help or not. Like these are heavy chemicals and weird stuff in your body, but. Again, we uh, I don't want this to sound like a like a like a sales pitch, but if you go to the redpillrevolution.com, we actually have a guide called Have You Been Shot? Okay. And it is a whole protocol on what to do if 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 you have been shot and okay. um and jabbed. And um but but the whole, you know, egg yolks are an interesting topic because you know, we've been told um our entire lives, you know, you, you ever notice when people try to eat healthy, they'll eat egg whites and they discard yeah. the yolk and it's all, yeah. you know, my, my question to them is was why are why are you discarding the yolk? Well it's full of, you know, fat and cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol. It's yeah. like, <laughs> like do you do you do you do you know what the human brain is made of? The human yeah, brain is made it, of yeah. two things, fat and cholesterol. And if we don't have fat and cholesterol, our brains aren't functioning properly. And so one of the best things that we could do is get our brains functioning properly. So, so feed your brain. You need animal fat and you need cholesterol. So, you know, eat yeah, many egg yolks. Yeah. yeah, many, many, many egg yolks um, is going to help your brain. And the the other thing is is is, is your gut. I mean, the the, yeah. the, the modern gut day health. gut is just just. I mean, it's so funny. You know, a lot of people can 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 get it through their head. You know, you you'd never walk up to a, a fish tank and pour a, a coke into a fish tank. You know, because because most people would go, you know, well, fish will die. <laughs> okay, your, your your gut is a way more complicated ecosystem than a fish tank. I mean, it's mm. it's very similar, but it's even more complicated. So if you wouldn't pour a coke into a fish tank, why the hell would you pour a coke into your gut? And, and our and our guts are, are you know most people walking around today, even the people that would count themselves as like healthy eaters. Their, their gut is just in turmoil because one, most people don't, don't have access to actual clean, healthy living water. Uh, a, lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people are, are, are having water that is at best filtered, but it's still dead water. You know, yeah, it's I mean, coming over the stuff. You'd have no idea what's in the pipes. Like, yeah, it's been yeah. proven that tap water has well, like drugs like warfarin and all these other things. Oh my gosh. Drinking hey, it. Hey, 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 yeah. If, 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 if people are not distilling their water before they drink it, you, you are making a huge, huge health mistake. Yeah. Distill every drop of water that goes into your body. Um, because, because it will, uh, distilled water actually acts as like, I just call it a shit magnet because distilled water has a negative charge to it. A negative so attracts other stuff you don't want. And, and Anything that's in you that is a non-dissolved solid has has a positive charge. And so on top of hydrating yourself, as that water travels through your body, it's it's scientifically it's and you. biologically attracting, you know, all that net all the positive, you know, non-dis non-dissolved solids, and you just piss it out or you or or you sweat it out. And like I said, so so distilled water is probably one of the best, cheapest medicines anyone could 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 start implementing in their in their regime but most people don't have access to to actual clean living water and mm. um and, and so you know you, you you get your if you get your gut right and you get your brain right and you feed your brain um you, your your overall health is just gonna flip i mean i think people would be would be amazed if they just started drinking distilled water religiously Mm-hmm. Paying attention and making sure they're getting as much healthy fat and cholesterol in their diet as humanly possible, which is why mm-hmm. 
carnivore diet is so popular right now because yeah. it's just people are seeing their lives change, you know, so could, because the bodies are starving. They're, they're starving for fat and cholesterol and, 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 um, Think things like collagen and, and glycerin that, that that come from mm-hmm. the meat and the, and, and the you know the the, the iodine and, and and all of that stuff that that comes from from meat. It's not just the fat, but you you, you need you need a healthy diet of 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 animal flesh and and, and cholesterol, um, and and then you need to get your gut right, and and, mm-hmm. and, and your gut is not going to be right if you're putting you know ice cold drinks in it or, or, or acidic coffees and stuff like that in it. You're just, you're, you're literally, I mean, I, I wish more people as they sip things would think about pouring, you know, when, when you go to sip something, think about pouring that into a fish tank and what that would do to the fish. And that's, you know, you've got, you've got fish swimming in your stomach right now. It's just, they're not fish. They're called gut flora. And, you know, and, 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 and that, and that is, that is biotic. And the word biotic means life. Yeah. So you, like we need terms. all the probiotics and stay away from antibiotics because antibiotics literally are anti-life. When you know, look look up the word biotic, it means life. Mm-hmm. And so we're yeah you know, the the medical industrial complex gives out antibiotics like they're candy. Well, of course, because they're it's not in their best interest to keep you healthy and and well. It's in their best interest to keep you sick. So they hand out their antibiotic. AKA anti-life pills and people get sick and, and, and they're unhealthy. And, and, and yeah, I never felt easy. good. I always felt bad in my tummy when someone gave me an antibiotic. I always felt nauseous. Well, yeah, again, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's literally named anti-life. Yeah. It's just most people don't, most people don't realize the, the meanings of these words that, 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 that get spoken so casually. Mm. And it's like, I never want to take an anti-life pill. I want to, uh, in fact, I don't want to take any pills. I want to, well, I want to take life into me and life taking life into me is eating natural things in their natural state as they naturally exist. Yeah. Like every other life form does. So yeah. why would we be any different? Yeah. We've gotten so processed and fake food, yeah. fake news, fake music, fake creators. They, they're, they're, they're smarter, smarter people than me have said this. They, the powers that shouldn't be will occult the real and sell you back the fake. Well, no one's knocked on my door yet, so I'm either not popular enough or too much light. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate <laughs> you letting me in your door, man. I've really enjoyed yeah, this conversation. Uh, yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, you brought a lot of new stuff. I'm definitely going to look at your books, your free signups. I've already been hanging out on your website today, so I encourage my listeners to go to it. So, just one more time, where can people find you? Uh, all this it is- info. It is the Red Pill Revolution. Don't forget the the. It's the Red Pill Revolution dot com. If you put forward slash guide in there, you can get the free uh, the the anti dependency guide. Um, but right there on the homepage, you can see we've got the Have You Been Shot protocol for anyone that's taken the jabs okay. um, and, and wants to do uh, wants to get themselves into a better state and uh, state state of health and wellness. Uh, not not state by the I mean that by the government sense yeah, yeah. of the word, but. But, uh, but, but yes, yeah, so, so it's the red pill revolution.com. There's, there's a lot of good content there and there's a lot of important news stories that we feel need to stick around and not be memory hold. So that's, Perfect. that's kind of what we do. And, um, and we've got a new, uh, got a new book coming out in March called the red pill food revolution. It's about the history of humans and food and, and how that history has changed over, over time. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, just be, be on the lookout for it. It should be a, perfect. Be another, yeah. You know, no, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I share. 
Yeah, I'll make sure I share that uh, in the show notes. So if you're listening, make sure you look for the Red Pill Revolution in the show notes as well. Uh, okay, thanks, John. I really appreciate you having you on the show. That was a lot of fun. And uh, good luck with all your endeavors and uh, keep spreading the good news. I, I love it. I love to meet people like you. So it was great. All right, brother. Thank all you. Right. See ya. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Today, I leave you with a quote from Lucius Seneca. A gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man without trials. Take what you've learned and experienced from the past few years and put it to use. Build a better, more sovereign world. Build a better, more independent you. Mr. Clark, signing off.